Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 836, Forge in a New Light, recorded live on October 6th, 2022. Hello everyone, welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And we are back with another Forge video, showcasing the power of the Slipspace engine and showing off some new cool things to do in Forge once we get our hands on it here in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, really exciting stuff. We had bots the last time that we talked and we've got lighting and audio. Not quite as exciting as, as the whole uh, bots and scripting stuff, but... Still pretty impressive, some of the new stuff that we're able to do with the Slipspace engine, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, we briefly talked about some of the ongoing rumors in the community. Uh, we're not going to really touch on it too much in the podcast today because we actually want to try to get some folks on from the mining community who have worked with the Unreal Engine before and kind of have a discussion of what the pros and cons are from sticking with the blam kind of guts of what Halo's been built on since its inception to what UE might be able to provide, what's the pros and cons, what things would be lacking or not possible to do. So we're looking to see if we can get a roundtable type discussion going to actually dig into more what's the technological benefits of both and what makes sense for Halo in the long term, which I think will be a good discussion. But as we normally do, we have our little Podtacular community update to go through. So while I pull up some of the little community postings in the Discord, since there actually have been quite a few recently, uh, GT, how did Frag and Friday go last week? Frag and Friday actually went well. Certain people had better nights than others, as posted in our community chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, all in all, it was a pretty good night. Had a lot of fun. We got in some big team, did some, you know, did some of the 4v4 Fiesta. I finished up my enchantment pass or in whatever. The special event pass. I finished that. Still got a ways to go on my battle pass. I really ought to get on that. Just been too exhausted after work to play. I I make it to my couch and I just sit there all night. But all in all, it it was a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. If anybody says infinite, it's not fun. I don't know what the game they're playing because it sure as hell I mean, ain't infinite. It it's there, there's certain parts for me where it feels a lot of the um a lot of the different pieces with <laughs> playing with the few folks I normally play with and just getting it feels like hammered every time I'm in those games because of how true skill works. That kind of sucks. But whenever I'm playing by myself, I typically do have fun playing halo mm-hmm. so it's it's um kind of in a weird spot most of my frustrations are self-induced mm. i'll just put it that way got it as we like to say if you would like to learn how not to play halo turn into friday, <laughs> friday every friday night at 8 30 p.m <laughs> eastern time right here on twitch there you go and i will show you all the ways not to play halo 
<laughs> and uh, Liquid Phantom, I would agree. GT's beard is looking pretty swag. So. Yeah, she, she's getting a little ragged. I'm, I'm going to have to trim it here pretty soon. <laughs> if you just wait for No Shave November, then you can really see <laughs> how it goes. This is three months. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, you wait through November, you see how it's in five months. Anyways. Uh, well, very good. Glad everything uh, was fun. Uh, as for me, I actually decided to sit down and, and rank in Halo Infinite, which not surprising in my rank, but I got gold for, which is kind of where I thought I would be in the range of. Yeah. I, I'm I'm questioning the true skill system a little bit, though, because I lost seven games out of my 10 placement matches and all but one were complete wipeouts. <laughs> so I don't know if that's just because there's not a lot of people at the level that I'm playing at. So it was just throwing me in like wildly different directions as far as trying to figure out where skill was or. Well, I think I, this, I think the, I think the true skill also when it sets your rank, it takes into account who you're playing against. Sure. You know, what but level of player you're playing against, as well as wins, losses, your performance in the game. Yeah. I had one game that was close. Two games that I won that were just hand-me-downs. Yeah. Uh, and then the other ones that I lost were, we got completely shut out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, a few times I checked what the other players were, and they were, they were plats, by and large. Yeah. Uh, Penn said he ended up gold one. Not too bad. Yeah, I honestly don't remember where I ranked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I, ever, after I ranked, I, I never looked at it again, I don't think. Well, thanks to the new update to the stats page on Halo Waypoint, you can go check now. Yes, you can. Yeah. That's a nice little new thing. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Bobby posted a screenshot of a 42-0 and zero death game. Achieved during Fragon Fridays. He finally got his perfection. Multiples. Or not perfection. Is it is it perfection for zero deaths? Perfection is 15 kills with no deaths. Yeah. So he finally got his perfection. And oh, I didn't realize there were other tiers. Looking at a screenshot now, he got demon. Kill 40 enemies without dying. So in addition to the perfection, he got that. That is crazy. Oh, you didn't get perfection because you didn't win the match. Oh, that's too bad. Well, still, 42 and 0. I could never do that. Not in regular PvP, no. Firefight, yeah. Well, Not okay. in PvP. <laughs> Talking PvP here, but yeah. But yeah, congratulations, Bobby, on that accomplishment. That's actually, that's very impressive. And I will never be able to do that. Keith has been posting some videos as well. He's been doing a little bit of a mix between some of his gameplay and some commentary as well. So you can go check that out. If you went over on his uh, Halo or his YouTube channel, Pins has been playing some Halo on his Twitch stream as well. Pins Halo on Twitch if you're interested. And uh, that's mostly what we got for the community this week. And maybe one of these days I'll start streaming on my own channel again. Uh, I will once the basement's finally done. They didn't, they weren't here this week, so I actually haven't had a chance to move my desk back out yet. But I think they still have a coat of paint. And the they just notified us today that the inspections are supposed to be next Tuesday and that the electricians will be here. So 
hopefully most of the stuff will be done next week. After, gosh, how many months at this point? Almost 20 months? More than 20 months at this point that they've been working on this job. So yeah, it'll be nice to be done. We are looking forward to celebrate by having people over. (laughs) Anyways, so let's move on to some of the Halo news. Uh, Since we alluded to it already, might as well talk about the uh, new updates that have come into Halo Waypoint, uh, both on the website and in the mobile app. You can now view your game history and post-game carnage reports for all of your played games on Infinite, even all the way back to November 15th of last year. (laughs) Yep. So you can now go and see all your nitty-gritty details of every single match that you've played, which is nice to see, finally. (laughs) I I don't know that I want to look at all that. (laughs) It might be really depressing. I mean, for some people, they probably want to. I know there's a lot of folks out there that really focus on stats, and for tournaments, it's going to be pretty huge. I know for competitive, it's one of those things that you go and compare against other players that you're playing against, so it's definitely going to be a useful tool for a lot of people. Um, Being able to actually see your match history has been a thing of Halo's uh, stats ever since Halo 2. Uh, but even being able to see the post-game Carnage report, being able to see that level of detail mm-hmm. for every match that you've ever played in matchmaking, that's something that we haven't had before. So that's pretty cool. I'm still waiting for them to actually release a full set of stats, not their little stats overview thing that doesn't really contain everything that we're accustomed to. But Apparently in Ranked, I placed it gold six. So you're technically better than me. One thing won't me, bro. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so lots of cool th- added additions for stats. Hopefully they add more. I know there's a big push to get an API out there as well. So we'll see what, what happens. But for anyone that's curious about any matches in Postgame Crunch Report, you've got it at your fingertips now. Well, let me preface that gold six. I did that like the first month infinite was out <laughs> when the population there were more, was huge <laughs> right where there were more players playing so i i will tell you that of my 10 placement matches i'd lost two hmm. and i okay. think one other one was close i think within five or five to ten kills okay that's not bad so yeah, I uh, got lucky. Now, <laughs> I I doubt I could do it again. Eh, you may surprise yourself. And I know what my luck is with Halo's matchmaking systems. It's generally yeah. not that good. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, we've got a few other little things. Griffball has returned to MCC this week. Griffball. Griffball. Play ball. Play ball. Uh, I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but I'm I'm not sure if I did. But the new exchange that they implemented in MCC, uh, where they had the poses on the bottom, mm-hmm. thankfully those those are kind of there as permanent place items that you can unlock at any point. So I was happy to see that those were still there for the ones I didn't get. <laughs> nice. So it's the top row that changes, and the bottom row is still there. So I'll get to unlock everything else this week, which will be nice. So if anyone else had that question, now you've got your answer. 
there's a tease that was put out uh, for a Halo gaming chair uh, in partnership with Hawthorne, uh, which is a brand I have never heard of before, but apparently they make some <laughs> rather expensive chairs, at least in comparison to some of the other gaming chairs that looks like they're kind of expensive. But there's it's going to be all Spartan Green themed, have Halo stuff all over it, so if you're a collector of Halo things or are possibly looking for a gaming chair and you've got the money for it, then um, the Hawthorne Cross Halo thing is ha- is dropping in six days. Uh, we've got a uh, quite a few things happening with Halo, Halo Worlds coming in two weeks, believe it or not. Um, unfortunately, my community panel got pulled uh, in favor of some other things, so I will not be doing my game show uh, at Worlds, but there's going to be 343 dev panels, Halo cosplay, special guest signings, and games and giveaways. Sadly, mine's not one of those games and giveaways. But we've also got uh, Jen Taylor and Steve Downs going to Worlds. So they will be there uh, for some signings and probably some other panels. If you are going or have been interested in going and want to go, Definitely recommend it. Sounds like they're kind of doing a mini Halo Fest type thing as far as the community stage at Worlds, which will be pretty cool. I'm good with my chair pins too, because it actually supports my weight and everything. Yeah, I'm trying to find the specs on this chair. They they haven't released it yet. It it comes out in six days. Well, I figured they'd have this the you know something s- similar. S- specifications on the chair. Oh no, that's not dropping for another six days. They they teased it and the and the announcement drop is on uh is in six days on the uh on the twelfth. Honestly, it, I'm kinda not impressed with the look of the chair. Well they haven't given the full look yet. They've just had the yeah, one look where they, they have a three on their website they have a three hundred and sixty degree view. Really? Pins dropped the link in the in the chat. <laughs> I thought they just had the tease. I went to the link and it's just a countdown. The link that Pins posted? No, the one that was on the the Twitter. Yeah, click on the one that Pins posted in yeah, the chat. Yeah, I see. Oh, I didn't know they they I didn't know this page was out there. I wonder if this if someone data mined this page because I don't think it was supposed to be out there yet. Well, seems to be a an official page. No, I mean it's it's from the site. It's it's an official page. Don't think they meant to be public yet, but yeah, it's it's there. I mean, it's it's got the it's kind of basic for the most part. Oh. I don't know what the price on this going to be. Yeah, be... And how it compares to other gaming chairs. You know, there's people gonna, that's going to buy it though. Well, yeah, there's people going to buy it. I mean, I might consider it if it is rated for my girth. <laughs> right. And if it is, it better last more than three years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on coming up with the pieces to reconstruct my my other chair. Because I just really don't feel like dumping another $400 into a chair that's going to break in three years. Yeah. This one served me well so far. So I'm happy yeah. with it. I spent, what, 500 something on this chair? Oh, just a little tidbit. You know, because we, we were talking about Bobby and his... 400 kills to nothing. <laughs> A- after Bobby joined the game night, uh, we went 
defeat, tie, victory, defeat. Hmm. It's, it's a pretty good spread. The sad Anyways. thing is the the one the one thing the one game that we won was stockpile. <laughs> oh, and stockpile. we're pretty sure the other team had no idea what they were doing. That's unfortunate. Stockpile. I just mm. I don't know if it's the maps or for me it's just the mode is flawed. I think or, it's or, the mechanics of the mode. Yeah, I something just feels. Uh, you just weird always, about that game I mode. mean, I know, I know you reach had stockpile, but it was flags. And mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed that one. I mean, yeah. this is pretty much the same thing. I just wonder if the problem I have with it is the fact that it's been moved into big team where in reach, it was still in a race four V four. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe could be onto something there. Oh, we got, anyway, we got a new piece of Intel. For the the fractures event from last week, going over to uh, HaloWaypoint.com slash Halo dash infinite um, hash Intel, we got another entry for Ooh. week five. We'll have one more for week six. Uh, it's kind of just the ongoing story that's been in the multiplayer part of Halo Infinite. And we also have the Forge stuff as the last big thing that, to talk about tonight. So the latest Forge video was on lighting and audio. Uh, the big thing being how dynamic lighting uh, gets implemented now within the engine. And the fact that there's now like dynamic shadows, you can specify mm-hmm. what casts a dynamic shadow or what's static or what's baked in, which helps um, lower the resources that the engine needs for certain pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also cast shadows for other things. So I see the potential for lighting to be used heavily in Machinima. Well, I see it being heavily used for maps. I mean, uh, maps, yeah. You, regular game. Get... Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. They've tried to do that a lot you know, in previous forges, but one of the big drawbacks is the way they generated the light. You couldn't have a dark map, like a pitch black map. Yep. And now you can. Now you can. And it doesn't affect the Spartan armor. I, I mean, it does affect the Spartan armor. So if you have no light source. You, you are black. You are black. You yeah. cannot be seen. Except for what was really cool is, I forget which helmet they had. Effect. The, the breathing effect coming out of the helmet still. It has little light emitters on it. Yeah. It's, you could see it. Oh, yep. this is kind of full. Kind of yeah. cool. So it is actual like dynamic engine lighting going on in Forge, and you can customize that however you want. And there's also metal pieces that they like as you generate lighting, it will take a snapshot and reflect well those images well, on the way I understood it, you had to add <coughs> basically an orb that takes a photo or takes a picture of the surrounding area and applies it to the metal objects. Well, that orb was just for demonstration purposes. It's basically any metallic surface takes that snapshot and then kind of, well, they does it turned it on and off. Right. They just use the orb for demonstration. Are you talking about the little orbs? No, I'm talking about the big orb. They had sitting right next to those hexagon columns. 
I thought they just had that in there for a demonstration purpose. That they said that was- projects the image onto the metal surfaces to give you realistic Maybe I missed, lighting. I'm, I may have misheard that part. At least but that's yeah. the way I heard it. Okay. Anyway, uh, it does a really good job of making these reflective surfaces fit the map and not just you know stand out. You can change the time of day. Mm-hmm. You can change so many different parts of the sky as far as the color. Sun. Yep, you can have a pink sun. You can have uh, you still have got control over ambient lights, spotlights, diffusing light, fog type lights. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of the different types of like lighting effects that you'd be able to use in a like building engine or like a 3D engine. You've basically got access to those tools within Forge now. I think we're going to see some of the best I don't, maps in this forge. Oh yeah. I don't know. Now, granted I'm not a forger. I'm not a map designer. I don't mod games. I don't know how much closer that they could get to having actual dev tools. This is pretty freaking close. Cuz I mean from what they've shown so far, I can't think of anything you know, me personally, I cannot think of anything else a forger would need to make a map other than a completely blank cam- canvas with nothing in it. I mean, they're they're the maps that they are releasing in the next two seasons are made in Forge. Mm-hmm. Or they're basically Forge equivalent tools that they obviously they have a few more features that they can work with, but it's essentially Forge. Well, no, they said they said the two the two smaller maps. The the four four maps, yeah. Those were, were they were built in Forge, yep. in the same version of Forge that we're going to be getting, mm-hmm. with which the I same set of tools, which is yeah, which yeah. is absolutely amazing. I mean, it's like they're basically giving us the tools that they are using to build maps. Now, I, I can see them going in like if they need to create a big team map that has a landscape piece that yeah. they don't want to, like okay, all right, we're going to make the pieces of that and then maybe do the rest in forge or something like that. What they but, what they've done is made it really tough to determine what's a dev map and what's a forge map. You know, in yeah. the past it's always been very obvious what was forged and what's a dev map. Uh, I don't think you're gonna be able to tell anymore. Other I think than the only the way fact you'd be able to tell it, is the terrain would be the only probably distinguishing factor. With scaling you may not. Well they're only gonna have I would just they're going to only have so many pieces with different shapes. And you, yeah, scaling can help, but there will be shapes that are going to be done in a actual map editor versus what you can I'm not do s- and contort with. Yeah. Like I said, I But that's like the think, only thing. Other than I like, think with terrain, all the other other the, the all the other effects that they have in the in the toolkit, I think there's enough variety there that you won't notice the terrain pieces, unless you actually go into Forge and, Forge and start looking at them. Mm-hmm. I think just playing the map, I don't think you're going to see them. We'll see. But yeah, uh, at least for Arena, anything that's going to be made for Arena is going to be, you, you you won't tell the difference, honestly, between a dev-made map and community map. One, because they're actually using Forge for those maps. And two, even if they weren't, the engine's powerful enough where maybe the only things that they're really doing on 
like out of Forge would be Skybox and Custom Terrain. Yeah, the base for, canvas. And, yeah. Like that that would probably that's really the only things they would need a map editor for is Skybox and Base Terrain. Or and if they want to do custom audio sounds for different pieces or whatnot. But other than that, all the other essentials that you need for a map will be available in Forge. And now we've got so many options for audio too. Audio emitters emitting in a certain direction, emitting in the volume, emitting based on triggers, using script brains and whatnot. Um, actually having uh, the power of the engine so the the audio is just not single sourced but it actually interacts with the environment so if the audio is emitting from another side of a wall it actually sounds like it's from another side of the wall and not just kind of the you're actually that far away from it so you, you hear it virtually in the game so all that's accounted for now from an audio perspective too bad you can't make a whoopee cushion <laughs> it does I mean, the the downside to audio is you're stuck with what they give you. Yeah, you, yeah, you won't be able to upload custom custom sounds, right? Which who knows it may come. <laughs> I mean, depending on what modding tools come in, or I mean, yeah. they, there could be a community sound library that gets approved. We'll we'll see. <coughs> I think we held the, all the high points as far as the forge new forge stuff goes we get one more we'll have one more forge look before it comes out it'll be file sharing and canvases so basically how do you share your your maps that you're making and how do you utilize the different canvases how do you make prefabs and whatnot i hope they go into how the files will be sorted in the game I imagine they'll probably use the bookmark system again. I don't see why they wouldn't. But I'll be really interested to see how you find the files. And I hope they show it, because that's what's really important to me. I would imagine they would. You know, the two things I'm looking for for that one, one is the sort, if there is one, and then how easily you can make those maps accessible to people. Like, can I, will I be able to browse Halo Waypoint and bookmark mm-hmm. them? Will I be able to, you know, if I see something inf- it inter- interesting, can they, uh, you know, will it be the ability to add a link to, say, a YouTube video showing the map, stuff like that? Don't recall them doing anything kind of advanced like that. Like you said, there's just yeah. you know things. It's, it's been a while since I've accessed the Forge build. Honestly, it's been <laughs> a long time. Well, the key word there is build. It's not a final. Yeah, they. I mean, they version. they they make build updates to that all the time. Obviously, I can't say really anything about it right now. But there there are certainly some there there are some features there that will help as far as finding maps and and things like that. Yeah, the. St- Honestly, the stuff that I'm most curious about really have nothing to do with Forge. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. Forge no, is I, important, I, but... How my, do you actually get them for custom nights and... Yeah, yeah, my biggest beef with Halo 5 was just finding damn games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, if, I'm not a fan of Halo 5's bookmark system. 
I really, it really annoys me. I hope they improve on that. The fact that there is absolutely nothing to sort maps with. I mean, you basically have to look at screenshots to figure out which map you want. I would imagine they would go over this next week because I don't see why. But anyway, those are the things that I'm that I'm really interested in in this next video. But I will tell you this, that I was even though I'm not a forger, I was very impressed with the lighting. Everything they've showed off so far has been very impressive with what they've been able to do with the Slipspace engine. I mean, I hate to say this, but it does look like Forge is worth the wait. But it still should have launched with the game. A lot of things should have been launched with the game. Just yeah. Well, this... Plain and simple. This more than most. Yeah, because honestly, Forge is kind of the life breath of the multiplayer community for Halo. Competitive well, runs runs on it. Customs... I mean, you have people that... like Ever since Halo 3... We have the the crazy customs like trash mm-hmm. compactor and the bungee five hundred the race stuff. Okay, I was gonna say if you say fat kid, I'm reaching through this TV and choking. I mean, I, it, the uh, the thought came across my head because <laughs> the community's obsessed with fat kid for some reason. I but hate no, fat I wasn't, kid. I let the recording show. I was not the one that brought up fat kid, and yeah, I wasn't going was to say ra- it either. I, I could see it rattling around in that brain of yours. Oh, of course it came up. I wasn't gonna say it. You were the one that said it. Anyway. But yeah, I like all those custom games and like we we have the vehicle fiesta that we love and then the Oh yeah. Uh, the Speed. Speed Halo. Speed. I love Speed. It's probably one of my favorite custom Speed Halo games. to clarify. Yes. Not the other one. Right. <laughs> you know, the only thing that I'm really disappointed in so far when it comes with Fiesta and even the vehicle Fiesta version is the lack of variance on the weapons. We got fricking spoiled with Halo 5. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. With the Forge, you can make, you'll be able to make your own, your own variance on weapons. But, you know, the, the, well, like I said, you can check, you can pick a weapon, you can protect pick a projectile that the weapon fires. Yeah, but the thing with the Halo 5 is the projectiles like, if you looked at strictly the type of projectiles that were available in Halo 5, there's right. a whole lot more variety because you had basically yes. three projectiles for every weapon. Like I said, I'm just you know, you can kind of do that, but the problem is those have to be set on pickups. They can't be just random you know, random equips. Or can they with script brains or with the scripting? Well, true. That'd be one complicated script brain, though. Uh, no, you just, you, you go, th- like, at the beginning when the game starts, you just have a random generator. Well, and you- it cycles through every player in the match, and it assigns them a random weapon. Mm-hmm. And then when a player joins, it triggers an event. And it gives them another random weapon. Like I said. And same on respawn. <laughs> you, like you could do like it's I'm not saying relatively, you can't do relatively it. that's a pretty simple script. Yeah. I could probably go into Forge and make it in two hours because I haven't touched Forge in forever. Two hours. Anyway. Um 
the the point I'm making is with Halo 5's vast array of weapons that we had, Fiesta is just never going to be the same. Yeah. I was really hoping that... I was hoping they would have every single weapon available was, in multiplayer. It's Halo was, Infinite of all yeah. things. Well, now they are. Uh, the campaign weapons are now in multiplayer as pickups. No, I mean like every weapon from past Halo games, like the plasma rifle, the fuel rod, the yeah. flamethrower, the grenade launcher, the <laughs> the plasma well, launcher. They weren't able to get all the game types in there, so I really didn't think they were going to get all the weapons in there. But I would like to see. I know they're trying to balance multiplayer, and that's all well and good. You can restrict the weapons used in multiplayer. But for custom games or fun game types like Fiesta, oh man, having the the just the entire collection of weapons that is Halo available, that'd be so much fun. I mean, that's you know, that's half the fun of well, that's like 80% of the fun of Super Fiesta is what weapon am I gonna get? Is it going to be total trash or am I going to be, you know, OP? Yeah. Am I going to get a Norfang that's, or a plasma pistol? That's that's the crazy thing about Fiesta. Which, you know, just the current version of Fiesta, while it's fun, it's still fun. It's just not as much fun as Halo 5. We, we are spoiled with Super Fiesta and Halo 5. Yeah. Absolutely spoiled. I mean, I still think, I still every once in a while fire up Halo 5. <laughs> it's just so much fun yeah yep uh we've got let's see anything else to talk about i think that's everything yeah next week the, with the next forge stuff i'm looking forward to seeing what they have and i know gt's looking forward to that one again mm-hmm. with seeing how we're gonna be able to share files get files i hope they have a file share thing where you can go to a link and download it and all the things that they have done for mcc and Halo 5, like, take the best of all of that and put it into this file share. And don't limit how... If we can download files, no limit. I don't want to... You know, I don't want to be restricted to 50 maps like MCC is. 100 maps or whatever it is. I mean, you're talking four games and only 100 slots? That's pretty limited. Well, and honestly... I mean, I, mean, I was MCC thinking about this a little bit earlier. MCC, you know, MCC being MCC, I've just learned to live with it because if they expand that, it might break the game. Well, so here's the thing. Game types are obviously small pieces of files. They're usually less mm-hmm. than a meg for the game types. Yeah. Maps, I get. You can have some pretty large maps, like maybe six, seven megs, I think are kind of the largest ones that I've seen. No, I take the back. When we were doing the Halo Mold, there's some maps in there that are like in the maybe 11, 12 meg range. Yeah, I think the but, biggest map I've ever, I think the biggest map I ever downloaded, OG, mm-hmm. Halos, I think it was like 11 meg. Yeah. And, and like, at that if, time, if you have millions a- of players, that, that's a lot of data. So, like, I get if you want to limit the map, like, maps storage, but. Game mode storage really shouldn't Well, that's just it. They're still storing the information. Well, because it's a cloud service now. It's not actually... No, I... You know, 
you're talking about them well no there is the download there is the download yeah for mcc yeah you're right there is the on on console but yeah that shouldn't be even even the bookmark system they have to keep a copy of it on their servers because what happens when the guy that built the map turns off his xbox right and if his xbox isn't on when you want to play it no yeah so there's there's the online copy, but you're right. You should be able to just download however many maps you so want to your local console. It's not really saving them anything. It's just costing us convenience. Anyway, like I said, if, and I pray that they go this way, they allow us to actually download the, download the map to our Xboxes and or PC, depending on which way you play, I hope they don't put an artificial limit on it. Yeah. We'll find out next week. Can't wait. So that's going to wrap it up for the podcast tonight. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Again, another little short one. We'll try to get the discussion about Unreal versus the Blam engine going at some point within the next week or so. So stay tuned for that. And then next week we'll also be talking about the last Forge video, which will be cool. And then a few other guests that I need to get my but moving and actually reach out to get people on for the show. So hopefully get that going at some point. But other than that, uh, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Make sure you hop into our discord and check out the poll for tomorrow's frag and Friday. Uh, we'll hopefully see you guys there. And until next time, keep on fragging them drugs. Thank you for listening to pod tackler, the unofficial halo universe podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtackler.com, and join the community on Discord at podtackler.com slash Discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Frag and Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks. <laughs>